This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Here's the scenario. You've been injured in a serious accident. The doctor says your recovery could take months, maybe even years, yet your insurance company is denying your claim every step of the way. If something like this happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. We have offices in Toronto, London, Peterborough, and now Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Sheesh, that was uh, that was not great. Pascal Siakam with the double dribble at the end of the game. Picked up his dribble to make a pass to the guy in the right corner. Saw that there was a guy actually trailing the play that he didn't pick up on that was closing out to the corner and uh, decided that uh, he needed to put the ball back down again instead of looking for a bailout pass, which maybe the bailout pass sends the Knicks in transition the other way, but the Raptors had to foul. So they're going to the line or getting the bucket regardless. It was not a great play. Uh, Pascal needs to do better than that. That's quite obvious. This was a really tough game for him. I'm still not out on Pascal Siakam or anything like that, but tonight was, he's had a few low points during the season. Uh, I'm not sure if this will carry over to other games or anything like that, but this is one of the low points, I would think. That was really tough execution. The 5-for-18 shooting all game. The handle that just it seemed like he had pots or pans for hands and couldn't get anything going. Anytime pressure was put on him, people were able to get him to backpedal because his handle was just not good in this game. The three-point shot wasn't really going. A bunch of stuff went wrong for Pascal. And the central offensive struggles are linked to him and his ability to create off the dribble and that kind of stuff. And it's uh, the Raptors in this one, just too many possessions for him. A couple other lineups that were not at all advantageous for them were not, were not good, could not create, you know, looks, could not convert on the few looks that they did create. And the Knicks, even though they were vexed by the Raptors zone for a time, I still think that they were, you know, they, they were able to make shots down the stretch. That was the biggest difference. And not just from their, you know, not just from Julius Randle or something. It was their tertiary guys who hit shots and they found their way to a win against these Raptors. And the Raptors, it looked like they were going to go on a run to close out the game. But Malachi Flynn, his heel apparently hit the the sideline on a after he was hitting a, a three and that got called back. Seven-point lead turned into a four-point lead. Then the Knicks hit a triple, and they they managed to climb back. I think they had a 9-0 run after the call was overturned, and nobody even knew that they were reviewing that. They just came back from a TV timeout and said, like, hey, 
three points. They're uh, they're missing. Would you like the explanation? Here it is. He stepped out of bounds, and it was a close play. Although it looked like his heel might have clipped out of bounds, but yeah, the Raptors. I mean, the big thing to take away from this game, obviously, is that Kyle Lowry was back. Kyle Lowry was doing fantastic Kyle Lowry things throughout the game. Compete level is very high. His ability to grab and go, try and create those transition opportunities for the Raptors, very good. And uh, the shot making, I think, was quite impressive in this one. Turnovers, which have been a little bit of a problem this year for Kyle. He's been a bit more laissez-faire with his ball control and you know what types of decisions he's been making. It, uh, it reared its head a little bit in this one, especially with Siakam also having similar struggles. But Gary Sharon Jr., Malachi Flynn, I think both in this game, impressing. They're, you know, 22 years old, 23 years old. They're both young guys. Gary Trent Jr. with some honestly very, very impressive shot making. And Malachi Flynn with his, you know, what's going to become, I think, classic jitterbug maneuvers in the middle of the lane. Uh, Robel, Robel Tussin, you can, uh, well, Robel Tame, if you, uh, if you're familiar with his work, he's a fantastic draft Twitter guy. And he was talking about how uh, he looked Chris Paul-esque. And that is the type of jitterbug shaking from side to side. Is it the left elbow? Is it the right elbow? He can float with his dribble from either side. And, you know, the guys who are dropping, trying to fend or trying to chase over top, if it's like a lock and trail on pick and roll or on a pin down or a dribble handoff or something like that, he can keep those guys at bay and, the, the cat and mouse game, Malachi Flynn, even though the shot making wasn't on a super high degree in this game, I thought uh, he was pretty good at the cat and mouse game in the middle of the floor. There was a lot of playmaking that came from that. And then Gary Trent Jr., it's just he, his ability to to shake loose for three-pointers and the counters he has. It's not like he's only shooting threes, especially recently. It's He's getting into the middle of the floor, and it's that escape dribble to his left gather, hit the mid-range jumper, or even towards the end of the game, just wrapping his elbow around a guy, jettisoning, jettisoning himself to the rim, finishing over a contest, just fantastic motor skills, fine motor skills, whatever it is. He's shooting the hell out of the ball. And uh, there's not a lot of, uh, and some on-ball chops, like just straight up isolation, pull up, get it to his spot. That's great because that wasn't a huge part of his package in Portland. And it's been, I would say, it's been sizable since arriving to the Raptors. It's been noticeable for sure. You're going to see it once or twice every game. And then obviously where he goes 17 for 19 last game, you're going to see it a few times. But I think that was the most impressive. The defense, you know, still coming along, still doing his thing. I'm pretty much waiting for next year to see how he looks with practice and with a, a retooled roster that hopefully is more geared towards the Raptors' strengths. And yeah, so Lowry, Trent Jr., and uh, Malachi Flynn, big-time bright spots. Also, Chris Boucher, Yuta Watanabe, I thought were both really, really impressive. Yuta, I've been a big fan of the the quicker trigger on his three-point shot. He looks for it. I, I don't have the numbers, but his per 36 three-point attempts, I'm sure, are kind of bumped up in these past few games. And he shoots the ball well, as I've been saying. Really solid mechanics. He can get a shot up. He can. He, he shoots the ball well. Keep shooting it. And a little bit more aggressive, putting the ball down on the floor in transition. He's not so desperate to look to give the ball up to other people. So if the ball's in his hands, 
there's a little bit more danger there. And that's been fantastic. Boucher battling on the boards, had a few absolute freak blocks that the Knicks had no idea were coming. That was super fun. And the raw box score numbers of his performances are just, they're a little bit insane, quite frankly. And also, I I just have to mention because Pascal started circling his finger for a review. I just, because I just saw the play again. The fact that he, because you watch it back in slow motion, this man picked up his dribble, full on picked it up. And I am a very, very staunch Pascal Siakam supporter. I think he's been very underrated by the fan base this year. I think that he's still going to be an all-star into the future and worth his max contract. But this dude picked up the ball with two hands. He double dribbled and he had the gall to be like, review it. Sir, you do not want them to review it. Like, just keep it moving so nobody looks at that play ever again. And everyone says, oh, why, why, why do the Knicks have the ball? Well, I guess I have no explanation. I'll just have to assume that the Raptors have been boned. But they review, <laughs> when they show those replays and you see Pascal pick it up with two hands, clearest day, double dribble. It's just very funny to me that he was also like, hey, hey we got to review that. He's circling his finger like, Mm-mm, review it. We'll get it overturned. No way I tr- no way I double dribbled. No way I did that. And it's, sir, you double dribbled, not just a little bit, but like a lot. And you got away with it earlier in the game. But this time you got caught. You do not want the review because it just makes you look much more guilty, I think. Uh, Freddie Gillespie, uh, pretty just the Knicks. It was a tough matchup for him. They're clogging the paint. He, he's trying to catch passes in traffic and uh, guys like Julius Randle and Nerlens Noel. If you're not well, if you're not well acquainted with the NBA game, they can be pretty bruising. And Gillespie looks like he'll be decent bruising going forward. But just for this game, maybe it was a little bit much and uh, he couldn't find any room to succeed in this game. That's OK. I hope he keeps getting minutes. I do like what I'm seeing for the most part. And I think that there's there's room to grow. So A bad game here and there doesn't matter that much to me. Kem Birch. Kem Birch did his thing. He he averaged five points, five rebounds a game. He came in four points, five rebounds. Uh, Was a little bit lost on defense on occasion. Brought a lot of hustle to the offensive glass in the capacity that he could because he didn't play that many minutes. And uh, hit on the roll. Was a roll man and uh, got a couple buckets on the roll. He's, he's faster on the dive than Aaron Baines is. He may be even a little bit faster than Chris Boucher on the dive, although I don't suspect he'll be a better finisher on the dive than Boucher. Boucher just has those long arms. But Birch on that initial slip and then the punch into space, it's uh, something I kind of like to see. Rodney Hood hit a triple, mostly nondescript game. DeAndre Bembry, I think... <laughs> It's just he has these games where they're so he's so significant, so significantly undermanned with his his utilities, with his talent, that when he's asked to be put in a position where he's creating on ball and stuff like that, he'll have these super hit or miss games. There'll be a game where he can drop five dimes and there'll be a, a couple memorable ones, too. And he'll slip into space like just last game coming off of pin downs, getting right to the bucket, scoring 11 points in the first quarter. This game, 21 minutes, no points. He only took one shot. He has to be very, very diligent in the way that he searches for his own offense because he doesn't have a three-point shot, really. 
and he's not huge. So when he slips to the bucket or is in space, he has to be really intelligent with his decision making. And you can see in games like this, the Knicks are a very, very disciplined defense. He wasn't able to shake loose a bunch. And that's that's part and parcel of the DeAndre Bembry experience, I think. Terrible lineups throughout. And I don't mind Nick Nurse doing that. I mean, OG Ananobi is out for rest. Fred Van Vliet is out. The Raptors got Lowry back. Siakam's playing. But the thing is, they're trying to figure stuff out right now. Whether they're, whether from on high, there's like this stealth tank thing or whether they're just trying to get into the play-in, there's still utility in figuring out what lineups work because the Raptors have been so bungled all year that they've been looking for lineups that succeed anywhere they can. And that makes sense. I like that they do that. You have to try stuff out. Does it suck that they lost this game? Sure. And that depends completely on what you want the end goal of this year to be, right? But you want to win games as a basketball team. They're probably all of them very upset that they lost this one. But even so, as you work towards winning these games or trying to get into the play-in, you have to try out funky lineups with your new guys because the Raptors haven't been consistent enough that they just have a lineup they go to when it's winning time. And they've been so bad at the end of games that, you know, this is, they have to, they have to find stuff. So every once in a while, you're going to fail. You're not going to hit on it. And the Raptors, they, uh, they did not hit on it in this one, but Reggie Evans award goes to Chris Boucher, 14 boards, four blocks, just an absolute whirlwind on the court at all times, making his presence known. There's so much hustle in his game. He oozes it. It is an effervescence of his that his hustle will be received by those around him. And uh, yeah, very, very Reggie Evans-esque, I would say. Top quick reaction comment from Chicky1738. Quote, I think Nick Nurse deserves an A-plus for removing Baines from the rotation, LOL. End quote. That is a notable thing. Baines did not play. Gillespie, Birch, and Boucher, I would not be, well, with Siakam and maybe sometimes OG as well, I would not be surprised if that was the rotation going forward. Maybe even Baines has been nursing like a bit of, you know, not at full health. He's He's been nursing stuff for a long time. So maybe this will be an opportunity for him to rest up and maybe he gets another stint in the last however many games of the year. But it, it wouldn't be too surprising to see the rotation minutes move away from him. And uh, if they come back around, they come back around. But uh, yeah, the Raptors, they're figuring stuff out. And Baines was not a part of that tonight. Maybe he won't be to uh, maybe he won't be going forward, but we'll see. Anyway, I've been Samson Folk. Thanks for tuning in. The Raptors lose 102-96 to the New York Knicks. RJ Barrett has a good game. That's pretty fun. Uh, I like watching him play. He's fantastic. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, whether you got into it in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day and goodbye.